Why, hello, and I would like to extend a warm, cringe-evangelical welcome to you all. I'm Elena Paris, your host and um, creator in everything. I do this solo. <laughs> um, and welcome back to our little sex course content. Now, we're going to... We're in the sex course still. I haven't been up on my videos, but in, in the meantime... I've been on some other shit, and the reason I already said I wasn't going to buy her courses, and I'm still not, but we have to talk about her because she's been unhinged, and that is Bethany Beal, uh, lovingly known by Berthy, Baggy, Bortle, Bort, uh, mine. If you don't know Girl Defined, there's a lot of YouTube content covering them. I don't need to beat a dead horse with that. Um... They've been on a lot of people's radar since Cody Ko's big video with their how to do makeup in a God-honoring way. And then obviously Trixie Mattel got involved and it became gay shit. So um, basically, I don't need to cover that. So uh, basically what happened, though, that's new that I think is worth talking about is Bethany's brother, Michael, who I have mentioned prior, is a victim of childhood uh, sexual assault. Previously, he only said that his mom helped cover it up. Now he's come forth and said that his mom was also a perpetrator, which is very upsetting. Um, but it also raises a lot of questions about Bethany. One of the reasons this is a huge deal is, um, and I'm not going to get into it, but Bethany insinuated that uh, your kids can like hear you having sex and that that just happens sometimes. And that's true, like, whatever. But the insinuation is that it's, like, super normal and, like, you shouldn't really be worried about it because it just happens. And I think that's where she kind of jumped a little bit because if you, from a legal standpoint, if you are aware that you are participating in sexual activity and a child enters the room and you know the child's in the room and you continue, that's actually now sexual assault. So that's why, to me, this is actually, like, a big deal, this shift she's taking, because she's not taking it with a very good like thought through logical stance it's just whatever benefits bethany and i want to get into that a little bit i also because it is free i will again not give money to these people especially with everything happening with israel palestine because they do directly fund money to israel and a lot of other groups and also i'm gay and i don't want to pay for my own oppression the fuck is that so um yeah, so I just wanted to bring up the app that she has been promoting called Ultimate Intimacy App. It's not her app, but she's been promoting it. And the reason that it is sending me over the edge is if you grew up evangelical like me, I grew up in a very fundamentalist evangelical church, or even if you were non-fundamentalist evangelical, for a evangelical influencer to screenshot a sex position and put it on their Instagram public... I never thought I'd see the day. And that's when I knew I had to talk about this. This Because the app has like sex positions in it because it's for like married couples. That's the other thing. It's like very narrow-minded. Um, And so I knew I had to talk about this. This was kind of rambling. I may have to redo parts to explain Bethany better. But basically she is like, a, she was a Christian like purity influencer that's now shifted to being a Christian sex influencer because she had married and had the sex. So now like she is just, I swear to God, you strap me down, put me on, like, the strut rack or whatever. I'm still not telling the stuff this bitch is putting on her Instagram. It's crazy. It is crazy. And also, like, there's a lot of questions if her husband knows that she's writing things about, like, him on there and how he feels about that. Because she is not, um, 
um, his self-esteem may be crushed with some of the stuff she's posted. But um, we'll get into that. But that's where it's going. So we're going to look at the Ultimate Intimacy app. Um, there's going to be some surprises there. Besides the sex positions, which are funny, they gave them Christian names, too. That's where I really like it. Um, but also, I'd like to give a huge trigger warning. This is obviously going to involve sexual content discussions of purity culture um and how it plays into bethany feeling like she needs to do this she ugh, i have my own theory i'm going to talk about but that's what this is about so happy valentine's day and let's get started All right, all right, all right. Let's get into it and start from the very beginning. So as you know, I was doing a sex course. I've only completed the Christian dating and the syllabus. So as you can see, I'm killing it. I also did have like a serious mental health issue in January that paused it and it didn't seem like a very good idea to do it. I just like to be open and candid because even though I am quite a few years out of evangelicalism, um, a lot of this never goes away no matter how far out I am from it. So I just want to make that like very clear that that's why I'm being very open about that. Um, just to show that it is very normal to have experienced a lot of the things that us kids who grew up this way experienced and to continue to like have struggles even when you really have found like a decent stability. Um, yeah, so I have done the sex course. I took a pause. And then in the midst of it, I did my Patch the Pirate special because I found out that uh, he died and I did my War on Christmas. So that's where we've been. It's been very spotty. I ap apologize. Um, but yeah, so now we're here and here's what's happened in, in the interim, so to speak. So uh, it started with, I am on Funny Snark Uncensored. Uh, I don't go on there very often because I will say um, my one critique, and this is just any snark critique, sometimes they go way too far and I do talk, think about like what would happen if someone was trying to deconstruct and they went on there and it kind of made the internet look as scary as Christians tell you. That's been my critique for a while, um, but I also recognize snark is not like a safety net for folks that have been traumatized. Um, that being said, I've been loving it lately because they have been keeping me up to date on Bethany. Um, and I, like Bethany, so this is my whole thing with Bethany. And this is going to be very niche to kids who grew up in an evangelical setting, period. Um, regardless of fundamentalism, I think we all know someone like Bethany. She is a, a very good looking, like blonde woman. Um, and she has a lot of like the traditionally beautiful features. And she's also like a very loud and boisterous person. And I like, these are all neutral things. The issue is, if you've ever been to a Christian church and you are a woman, um, you're generally not allowed to be this like loud and boisterous and like overpowering as Bethy is. And Bethy has seemed to always get to be this way. And like, I'm just going to say it, it's because she's very beautiful and very public. And so it's okay because basically her physical looks for it. And there are a lot of girls at church who can get away with that because they're either a family with a lot of money or they're very beautiful and they know that um, they kind of want like, like a lot of churches want like beautiful people to be like the face of the church to bring people in. Uh, and that's part of it. Bethany's also super just obnoxious. Like I just don't like on a personal level, me and Bethany would get along. And that's just a personal thing. Like 
based on she, you know, I'm a, I'm a big yappy kind of person. She seems like a yappy kind of person. And I think that makes her an easy target. She just starts saying stuff. Um, and she just has no filter and she doesn't have very good boundaries. Her mom is this way. And this is why a lot of people are getting upset because of like the me, 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 like she runs the show, um, which is another thing I want to bring up. Bethy's very hypocritical because she was always teach like, listen to men, do this, do that. And it's like very clear. She's wearing like, quote, I hate this term, but like the pants in her relationship. Like they're not in an equal relationship. This is the Bethy show. And Dave is just, again, Dave is her husband. Um, so, I mean, I don't really like her. I think Bethy is, um, a lot of people say she's a grifter. I actually just listened to the Leaving Eden contest contest podcast about this which by the way great podcast go give it a listen i really enjoy it uh, and they talked about it i really appreciated what they had to say about like the nuances of these concerns and so forth but um yeah bethy is like a very uh annoying person i actually have a couple people that i went to church with in mind when i think of bethy who were like super overpowering in face in front of everyone which you would get scolded for as a woman if anybody else did it but they were like the chosen woman so they could do it and i think like from a fundamentalist like growing up that way from a specifically feminine fun- fundamentalist uh expression that is that is where bethy really rubs me the wrong way um you know and the other the other thing with Bethy is she doesn't apologize for anything she's done. So some people have compared her to Joshua Harris, who wrote I Kissed Dating Goodbye, which I read, and it fucked me up so bad. That's where the idea of emotional and like mental purity comes from. Um, the idea that if you rack up more boyfriends, you've had to give away so much of your heart, nothing's left for your husband. That's just crazy. Um, so my issue with her versus Joshua Harris is Joshua Harris made a statement that said, I fucked up. This didn't work. My marriage fell apart. And like, I do think he would never have done this if his marriage was fine. But like, basically, like, I apologize. I bought my book out of print. Bethy is like, oh, purity culture fucked me up, but I'm still going to sell all my purity culture ebooks and pretend like I don't know what you're talking about. And I've never participated in purity culture. Um, fuck bethany for that because it's not enough that i forgot none of it's written down get a whole blog post you have blog posts of this i'd also like to point out that bethany is not sex positive even though she is talking about sex uh she's talking about sex as a christian woman which is very unique and i do i i don't want christian women to have bad sex just because i disagree with them so i do hope that some women are having better marital experiences because of that that being said, Bethy's not sex positive because she's only allowing sex in her little world in her sex course that she's selling for $1,900, may I add. Um, she uh, she doesn't allow marriage, like, or sorry, sex outside of marriage, which is not sex positive. She doesn't allow any sex that's not oral or PNV. So, like, anal and BDSM and kink and stuff, not allowed. Like, she'll say something's kinky and that something is, like, 69ing, which is, like, I get, no, it's not that, yeah, like, she's not, <laughs> like, we're not looking at someone who's, like, a big sex positive person. She also thinks that masturbation is a sin and that's what your husband and wife are for and that if you're masturbating, you're cheating on your husband or wife. Um... So, like, she doesn't call sex toys sex toys. She calls them marital aids. Um, yeah, so, like, that's Bethy. And 
and that's why I say she's not sex positive. Does she think she's sex positive? Yes. Is this the most sex positive thing she can do before she has to fully admit she's deconstructing? Yes. Do I think her husband might leave her? Maybe. I I actually do have concerns. He recently wrote on Twitter that like his marriage has given him he like he's been suicidal since he has been married to her. And I can see her being a very overpowering and like abusive person because my big issue with Bethy is this whole sex content shift it has nothing to do with her caring about you and I's sexual life or like pleasure and like helping women and feminism and like promoting consent and all these things, which she won't say consent. She always says like she'll say things like women don't owe their husbands sex, which I think is huge. And I will applaud her for that. That's a big thing to say in her circles. Um especially in the South. She's from San Antonio, Texas. But, um, like, if Bethany on her honeymoon had, like, good sex from the beginning and, like, nothing was, like, bad, because she, like, describes her honeymoon as being very bad sex-wise, which, again, like, like not <sighs> whatever, but, like, she would never have done all this if it didn't benefit her. Like, if Bethy had good sex from the beginning. She never does sex content because she doesn't go on this journey. But because Bethy goes on this journey, um, the only thing she knows how to do because, and this is evangelical or uh, fundamentalism's fault, is she has no way to make money or entertain herself unless she monetizes her own life experience. So she can make, because Christians, and I've complained about this before in here, they can make anything a ministry even if it's really not. So Bethy's going to use her reinvigorated sex life as a ministry opportunity to make money because she doesn't know what else to do. Bethy's only doing this just to let us know that she's having good sex now and, and to make money off of it. And frankly, Bethy's never going to apologize for purity culture because Bethy will not make money anymore off of her sex courses if purity culture doesn't exist because the sex courses exist on the idea that these women don't know what the fuck's going on because they had to participate in purity culture. Furthermore, she makes it very well known that everything here is for married couples not engaged because in a Christian context, I feel like some people would allow quote unquote like engaged couples but she's only allowing married couples, which means that you've already jumped the ship and married this person. And now we're all talking about this. And the only way that it can get to that level is if you participate in purity culture. So, of course, Bethy needs all of her other books and things about, you know, not even looking at like a sex book until you're married so that you can go to her again and buy money for her other courses. It's a game. It's a cycle. And that's why I also think she's a grifter, because I think she does know what she's doing. Um, I also think that she's changing her mind because, and this is a common thing pastors in like these like sort of independent churches will do, is because now they're in a different stage of life and they see how things actually are instead of like how they perceive them to be, then magically everything changes. And that's why I think this is a very Bethany-centric and not like, a, oh, I'm really like changing hearts and minds. Um, that being said, I'm going to pause here and then I'm going to just go over some of the things she's been posting before I get into this app that she posted. So we can get an idea of just how out of pocket she is being on any level. Okay, so here is what Bethany has been up to, and this is why I'm posting this. I'm going to go back to the beginning. Um, Again, you can go on Fundy Snark Uncensored and see all this stuff. Oh my god, there's so much. This girl never stops posting. Um, 
go on the girl defined honestly they need to just make a bethany one because it's not even girl defined anymore it's bethany um i'd also like to point out cc suarez did a documentary about girl defined and specifically the situation with their mom and the brother and she interviews michael um and i i do recommend that uh, again i'm not gonna like get super into that but chelsea did a really nice job on that documentary or whatever you want to call it um and and she did get good information um yeah so bethy the other thing i forgot to say and this is another thing that really pisses people off about her and i think just makes her very unlikable so bethany has like her personal instagram and then she has girl defined instagram which she doesn't run but like she's still like on it then um there's her she works smart instagram which is basically just her selling courses about how to sell courses again this is where like the grifting allegations come in but yeah so she has that and then she has um single girl meditations for single girls because she was a single girl until she was drum roll please 30 i know crazy it's she didn't get married at 12 she's so oppressed uh and then she has the intimate wife and we're gonna be focusing on the intimate wife today i don't give a shit about the other stuff like i'm not gonna read a million posts about bethy's courses about her courses that's just so dumb anywho oh also bethy and dave did 24 hours with paul and morgan who are another really cringy christian couple and the big thing with them and this is in the same vein is that on their honeymoon the man paul brought out like whipped cream and like apparently they, well no they definitely never talked about it because they're like fundamentalists and you're not allowed to and she started crying and they, then just no one had sex and like they admitted that and we're like giggling and laughing i'm like this is not this is not funny this is very un unsettling information like <laughs> you guys really need to seek god differently somehow but anyway um yeah so th this all started when bethany posted on the intimate wife about how you can build your confidence to keep the lights on when you're doing it so uh she writes this whole post um it's like supposed to be about body image issues but i'm i i'm not seeing it um anyway somebody commented who was a self-reported pastor's wife and she said that bethany's basically giving a bad example to single woman and that the gospels are not about sex and she's making everything about sex um then bethany sh shoots back that when we have sex we're just uh physically displaying how god loves us which go down that road so i'm not gonna um and then this person shoots back at her honestly the person that's fighting her i feel like i would fight as well but i think i'd have more of a leg to stand on because this is like bethany's inner circle and so to speak in terms of like who she's trying to like talk to so i don't really get why she's fighting this person um they also keep using the term virginal women which i do not like i also uh noticed 
that Bethany's very snarky. So she'll like say things like, you know, oh, I see you're a pastor's wife. You better start praying for me, which would be funny in any other context, except for it's Bethany. And that is everyone's big issue. Um, Yeah, so that's where it all starts and it explodes after that because everyone goes you know bethany's followers are eating her alive look at these comments everyone's you know going after her um people start like ganging up on bethany in the comments and so bethany takes this as an invitation to absolutely overshare like it is nobody's effing business oh my god so she starts by doing a little dance and letting everyone know um that she needs 20 minutes of foreplay i'm not gonna go further because she did don't don't know why like she was like oh game on i'm about to tell you everything um again like evangelical influencer if you grew up this way this is very disarming like it's crazy um so then like there's a lot of jokes about you know saving pegging for marriage and stuff on reddit um people start going after her husband as well because they find out in going after her her husband follows a vaginal weightlifter i don't think i need to describe what that is it's all in the name but uh people say that's unchristian honestly these people have set themselves up to be around people that will talk this way to them and Bethany um, starts sharing stuff about, like, natural cock enlargement, <laughs> and, like, it really travels into just graphic descriptions of things she's done and tried in bed, and, like, graphically how it went. Um, and when she really hit her stride, and I think when everyone truly, truly just... I don't even know how to say like went feral is when she decided which this is okay this is a real thing it's just something i've never seen someone brag about online and that is that she decided to post that a lot of women are not maybe orgasming because they are afraid that they will pee themselves or fart and then she decided to let everyone know that she has come up with a solution because this has happened to her and it's to put a towel down which if you you know what no i'm not even gonna say it i cannot like the way my jaw dropped when i saw a grown-ass woman in her full-blown 30s letting everyone know that and she drinks a lot of raw milk that doesn't help because she's like a woo-woo granola crunchy i don't go to the doctor person um she i think she just like got gets on there and lets everyone know that that she does this and that now she owes all the time because she's basically like not afraid to do that i i could i couldn't and then when people pushed back she went a step further and was like well this has been a problem since my honeymoon oh my god like i it's like watching a car accident and you know it's wrong because it's like torture porn or something but like you can't look away like 
Bethy Beal is my car accident that I can't stop watching. You know, like, why? Like, and what's so sad is that she clearly has no, like, friends, um, like, her age or in her situation. Part of this I'm going to blame on evangelicalism. This part isn't Bethy's fault. I don't think women are socialized to discuss things like that because, like, I have no issue i have like certain friends that like i have no issue discussing that kind of thing with her privately in my own home or like something to post it on the internet and the only way to normalize something is to post it on the internet and hope other people go oh yeah me too like that's really sad to me as well like bethany clearly has a need to like let people know these things I, I don't know why she doesn't need to let people know. Like, I, again, like, I would just keep that hidden, locked away, throw the key down the drain into the ocean. But, you know, Bethy's Bethy. And if she needs to process it, she needs to process it. So um, it really has only gone downhill since there. Um, she has only described more and more things. She has described things she wants to do. She, uh, like I said, screenshotted sex positions she finds interesting. She then followed that up hot and quick with telling women to stop reading romance or erotica novels, which I think is funny. It's like, go do the sex, but no, no erotica. Like, it's just, again, not sex positive. Not sex positive. Um, yeah. And the other thing is that Girl Defined, which is her big like that's what shot her into fame like is kind of to me like getting largely ignored because girl to find was supposed to be like for teenage youth group girls to write in pretty pink devotionals about how they were gonna wear purity bands and uh wait to kiss until their wedding day and now she's like no 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 i i've actually only worked with like 25 and up women about um shitting themselves during sex or something i yeah, like, it's just really, like, disarming. Um, And there wasn't, like, a gradual nature to this either. As someone who has followed Girl Defined for a while, I also want to point out there were girls that I were in, was in youth group with that did consume Girl Defined content. So I'm very familiar with the ideas behind what they're doing because it was in line with how I grew up. So she literally went, from being like the single sister that was her big thing all the other sisters got married at like you know 19 and she got married at 30 so her big you know shtick was the single sister and she goes from that to getting married and she kind of hints at like oh next time you see me you know i'll have done it and blah blah, blah like all this stuff and so she was always like a little obnoxious about that and then she came back from like her honeymoon um let everyone know she was married we had like a year of her being married and her whole personality at that time was how she got pregnant while her sister was infertile and how like she was annoying about that and very in insensitive to her sister and then it shifted from well i have a baby now and there's nothing else interesting so i guess the sex and so that's where it went and that's why i said it was like very weird because it was also after like she had kids so it was sort of like wait a minute like most people have all their weird awkward sex stuff before they're married and have children and yes the answer to that is yes most people don't need to learn like like for example bethy admits in one of her things that she didn't know what sex was until she was 20 because she was babysitting a kid and read like 
a health book and then learned what sex was. So her, like, her parents didn't even introduce her. So like there's a lot of knowledge gaps. And I will say that Bethany didn't deserve that. And that did do her a big disservice because she is treating sex like if we were all allowed to get married at like 14, 15, and then you gave us internet access to talk about our sex. Like this is how she handles it. Like how boys in my Spanish class in high school would talk about sex. And that's what is also so disarming. Is this a full grown 30, like 33 year old woman with two kids like talking about how she saw a penis once like it's just really weird like and this hit the ultimate peak for me personally when Bethy screenshotted and shared the ultimate intimacy app i know this was a journey i again like i couldn't even cover everything there's even more stuff she gets into about going down on a woman or a cisgender woman um that is something but i had to download this here app because i knew i knew this was going to be an absolute banger now this is a christian marriage sex app i'd like to make it very clear you can plan your honeymoon on here and nothing more until you are married things on this app I wasn't expecting. And if you uh, grew up evangelical, I think you will also hear these words and say, huh? Because it is very weird. It has a Christian sex toy website. It has sex positions, but because it's unchristian to use anatomically correct, like, drawings, they have, like, the stick figures you'd use for, like, a bathroom sign or, like, an accessible parking sign. One is pink and one is blue. It's a binary gender heteronormative app, obviously. We have that. Um, also, I did do my due diligence, everyone, before I got on here. <sighs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Anal, explicitly not allowed. No pegging. No anal on wife. None of it. And I can tell you I've been on the, we will go on the sex toy website together, but I've been on already. No butt plugs or anything. It's very anti-anal over on the uh, Christian website. I'm sad I had to type the words Christian anal online. Um, I, I definitely learned quickly if you put that in, you will get a lot of pornos about someone named Christian doing anal. I'll just say that a lot of pastors have written a lot of blog posts about how sinful that is. And we will leave it there. Anyway, also BDSM, explicitly unchristian, according to a lot of pastors who wrote blogs about that. We have conversation starters. We have intimacy calendar. We have the language of love quiz. We have intimacy games. We have intimate chat. And we have intimate extras. And travel for your honeymoon. Now, I, of course, want to do the conversation starters. I'd like to remind you again that this app is made for people that have legally signed pieces of paper saying they are married to each other and have had a whole ceremony that spent lots of money and lots of stress to get married. And these are the questions that apparently Christians aren't asking prior. So you have five sections in the Ultimate Intimacy app conversation starters. You have romance, you have intimacy, and by intimacy, they are 
always meaning sex, usually. One thing I will warn you about is that because Christians see sex as the ultimate form of physical intimacy and nothing else more or nothing else less either, that they consider sex to be on like the same level of emo- as like emotional intimacy of like knowing like, I don't know, like someone's like deepest like secret or like like that's all on the same level and that's going to play a role. You'll see. Next, we have family, finances, nothing sexier than finances, um, spiritual. Those are my favorite. And miscellaneous. So I'm just going to give you a taste across the board. We're going to start with the romance questions. We'll roll through each five. We'll do a few. I'm eventually, I have set this up. So one of my best friends from college, Kelsey, uh, she's one of the people that I do like openly like joke about this kind of stuff with. It's our humor, it's our wavelength. We've set it up so we're going to like take this with each other like we're married and it works really nice because I use because I'm non-binary and my name's Elena. I do like the name Lainey when I'm feeling like more like gender in the clouds or whatever. Um, So we did that. I get to be the daddy in this app. So that's really exciting for me. Um, But yeah. So we will do that. I also, <laughs> I do want you guys to know, because I've talked about this, I go to like a very liberal progressive church and we had a Super Bowl party for like the like, I say young adults, but there was like 40 year olds there. So just like people who want to hang out. Um, and I like asked these questions and they were like, what nice get to know you questions. So I was like, these are meant for like married couples who have been married and they were like, oh no. And I was like, yeah. So... Um, yeah, crazy. Anyway, so we're in romance and we're going to look at some of the questions. Again, you will ask the person you fucking married. Let's see. Here's some conversation starters in case you don't know how to talk to your own husband. Do you believe that we all have soulmates? How often should we go on dates? That's really nice. Like, hey, we're married how often should we go on dates like oh my god dude like the fact that you might need a an app to let you know that maybe you when you should go on dates that's sad that's a communication um so anyway enough of that very sad question to ask someone you married Tell me of a time I was tender and kind towards you. Oh, Jesus. What's a date night idea that we haven't tried yet but want to experience together? Okay, you know what? I have to skip this because I'm going to go insane. Like, why? Why would you need an app? Why would you need an app? Intimacy questions. Are there body image issues that affect our sexual relationship? No shit. Oh, my God. What sexual differences have we successfully successfully resolved? Can you imagine being like, I have no idea anything we successfully resolved, uh, except for with this app. How much time and space do we need apart from each other? Okay, you know what? That's crazy. That's crazy. This is why you live with people. So that you don't have to ask people how much time and space you need apart. That Actually, you know what? That's beyond that. You know what? That's just bad communication. Like, I'm going to solve the app communicate we did it kids anyway family what family member of yours has had the biggest impact on your life and why you should know that if you've married someone i'm sorry um what family traditions should we create around holidays god why would you need an app for these questions 
what belief system did you receive from your parents and how has it shaped your life? If you're asking that and you're married, you're fucked, dude. Next section. Wow. It, I've talked a lot about the emotional intimacy. This, this is why you need to be emotionally intimate and learn how to emotionally connect with people. Because if you go into a marriage and I have met specifically women who will tell me I didn't even like have a personality or I didn't know. I literally didn't know myself when I was in evangelicalism because of like the depths of like patriarchy and misogyny and like being told what to do and act a certain way. And I like think about dating someone and thinking you can marry them. And like these questions weren't even brought up or thought of. Like, how can you know, like you want to live and work and like be with someone beside them for life? potentially and you are not even comfortable asking them these questions or even thinking of it without an app and i'm not saying that like uh things that help marriages or like maybe if you're like oh i feel like i know everything maybe there's something new but like these are questions that are like what kind of belief system did you grow up in that shapes how you you think like you have to talk about this stuff before you make these big decisions and i think part of it too is that when you get married really young you're a kid and you don't think of the same things so like when i was like 19 and 20 and dating in college like I asked some big questions, and sometimes I think the questions I asked made people realize how serious, like, marriage is. To be honest, I I don't fuck, I don't fuck around, you know? Like, I ask big questions, and I, if you're not comfortable asking that and your partner's not comfortable answering it with you, dude, like, you should not be, like, legally binding yourselves to these people. That's all I gotta say. Finances. This is also very alarming. What are the financial trade-offs we're willing to make to achieve our most important goals? Like, do you even know what your goals are? Like, that's also, like, scary. What does retirement look like to you? Okay, that's a little much. What are your thoughts on financial transparency and open communication about money matters? You know what? (laughs) I gotta skip to the next section. Every time there's a question that just makes me go, Jesus Christ, and that's one of them. Like, should I be open about money that we share like, what are your thoughts? Like, what? Oh, my God. It also just shows, like, and this is something, like, this is the unsaid, uh, this is the elephant in the room, is that because the men have so much power in these situations, a lot of these questions are things that, like, women would not be allowed to ask in a lot of circles. I, I'll i say that. It's just, it's so sad. It just shows you the state of, like, the emotional maturity and, like, of of women and men in these circles and that is sad um that's a lot to overcome i will say that here's our spiritual questions what are things you pray about and why sorry (laughs) who are people in our lives that god might want us to impact through our marriage this is another thing is like our marriage is being a tool for god i feel like there's like a goal-oriented aspect to that question i do not like I've always been very uncomfortable with things like that. Have you ever experienced a miracle? Share the details. What? How does our relationship with God have an impact on a relationship? I feel like that's all Christians talk about when they date. So why would they need that when they're married? (laughs) Here's miscellaneous. Now, miscellaneous is my favorite because it'll have a question that's like, do you want a top or bottom? And then the next one will be like, 
if you were in a car accident, would you want to lose your arms or legs? Like, they're just really, like, out of nowhere. And they're not, like, I'm not mixing and matching. Like, they, this is how they're coming in order. Um, So we have, over the last five years, how have you changed? Again, if your husband can't, like, or wife or whoever you're married to can't look at you, and over the five years, be like, oh, here's some, like, things that are kind of, like, Again, breakdown in communication and like paying attention and like things like that. What is a new goal we can work on together? A lot of goal oriented questions, too. What are some of your all time favorite books or authors? Oh, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. This is crazy. Like, maybe it's just because I like books, but how do you just not know? So our other conversation starter, and I would say this is where we're going to the next level. I I have to pay. So if you want to do like... They say kinky. I say just not missionary sex stuff. You have to pay. But would you rather is free, thank God. Because these are awesome. The would you rather section might be my favorite section on this entire app. Besides this, you'll know when I get to my favorite, favorite part of the app. But the would you rather section is very special to me because like the miscellaneous section, it will have like, would you rather receive or give oral sex? They'll be like, would you rather um, have your entire family die in a plane crash or be the only one of your family that dies in a plane crash? Like, what the fuck? Like, what? what and like think about like the idea of this is because like it's supposed to be intimate like you're in bed with like your significant other and you're being like really intimate either like in like a cuddly like non-sexual way but it's like a very intimate moment it's like hey do you like the top or bottom and it's like yes and then it's like hey so like would you rather die instantly in a car crash or would you want to be paralyzed forever and it's quiet like you know what i mean like it's just crazy so we're about to do that i will do more would you rather because i actively think they're funnier this one says, would you rather feed all the homeless in a homeless shelter or find homes for all the animals in an animal shelter? Would you rather be a famous couple with lots of attention or be a normal couple and we get to keep our privacy? Would you rather be able to go back in time and meet our ancestors or travel to the future to meet our great-grandchildren and our posterity? What? what okay would you again okay so that was the question would you rather go in the back in time and like meet your grandma or would you like to go in the future and see how your kids turn out the next question would you rather be on top when we make love or be on bottom when we make love and then the next question after that is would you rather go without the internet for a year or go without your phone for a year and then after that is, would you rather live the rest of your life blind or deaf? Like these, are so, like, like these are such dramatic shifts in tone. Like, would you rather go cowgirl or nah, or would you rather be blind or deaf? Like, what the fuck? And then after that is, would you rather survive a car accident but never be able to walk again or die instantly and never feel anything? And then the question after that is, would you rather be in the sun or the rain? Like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, where? Like, why would you want to answer all those questions in a row? Like, it's so weird. <laughs> it, oh, I love that. Would you rather sell all of your possessions or sell one of your organs? 
Would you rather be kissed on the lips or be kissed at your body and neck? What the fuck? It's so weird how you cannot make sex with questions about, like, if you'd like to sell your own kidney or something. Like, what is going on? Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So, that... <laughs> Sorry, the language of love quiz, I'm going to save for when my friend comes on. That could be like way later. I love her, but she's slow as hell and she's stoned all the time. Um, intimacy games, I can't do because the intimacy games are like, <laughs> like truth or dare or whatever. No, not true. I mean, truth or dare I have to pay for because that one's really sexual, apparently. Um, but the uh the intimacy game it'll be like <laughs> give your partner a hug and tell them you love them and then like the next act will be like throw your partner on the bed and straddle them and then wait for what's next like it's like crazy like it's it's really good but i definitely cannot read most of it now the positions I know I just said I'm not going to do the intimacy game. Positions somehow, even though they're supposed to be describing sex positions, and because I know these people have no sex ed, the way they describe positions leaves a lot to be desired because I am someone who actually, like, kind of knows what they're talking about, and I still don't know, like, what some of these things are. And part of it, I think, is the weird names they gave them. Now, we have multiple... I can't believe this is happening. I can't. I, you know what? I actually can't believe I'm on, I'm on an app for Christians with a sex position guide on it. That's actually where I cannot. Like I'm getting tripped up. Is that like this isn't just an app about sex. This is about having sex for God. You know what I mean? Like this is God honoring sex positions. Like that's where we're going here. And that to me is like such a wild concept that like Bethany Beale. I don't want to say her specifically, but she has, in some respects, created this culture of, like, God-honoring sex, which is nutter butters. That's all I got to say. So we have our position categories. You can also save the positions for later. Very exciting. We have wife on top, husband on top, rear entry. By the way, when I read that, I that's this is why, like, anal became such a, an interesting thing for me. I thought that's what they meant. They literally just mean regular like PMV sex from behind okay it's it wasn't that exciting I got really excited when I saw that just for like the meme but then we have side by side I love this one because they're stick figures and that makes side by side like very difficult to draw so it just look <laughs> it looks like the husband is like no I'm not gonna say it. it's it looks wrong that's all I'm gonna say we have seated we have standing we have kneeling, we have cunnilingus. Oh yeah, they won't say like oral or anything really. They just call it cunnilingus and fellatio because fellatio is next. We, and then we have head to toe because they won't call it 69ing for some reason. Now, this is my other favorite part. We are going to pick my favorite. It's in the fellatios. I mean, there's a lot of good ones, but the fellatio section I think is the funniest ones. So they... They have what's called the games on. Sorry. It's exactly as misogynistic as a sex move called games on is as you would think it would be. I'll describe it for you. Say you're in your your football watching chair and the game's on, but you also want oral sex. That's what the picture is. Um, the The blue man is in the chair and the pink woman is on her knees. 
And let me read how they describe, read how it's done. Games on. I love, again, before you get excited, these these are not that explicit. Getting into the games on fellatio position. The husband sits in a chair. His wife kneels before him. I shit you not, that's all they tell you to do. Like, if you didn't know anything, you would just, like, be sitting there like, now what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) thanks for all the help, ultimate intimacy app. Technique. The wife stimulates her husband with her mouth. Tip. This can also be used for women. Oh, well, how, like, if you have no sex ed, what does that mean to you? Like, you're going to have Christian women just, like, putting their mouth on a dick and then just holding it there and being like, now what? You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to know. Like, they don't know. Oh, my God. You know what? I love this. And here we have, it has tags. This is my other favorite thing. So, they tag them. Um, The tagging is similar to, like, how you tag, like, a fan fiction. I'm really sad I said that. Anyway, similar position so this is difficulty easy if you want to get medium and hard you have to pay which sucks i'm very pissed about that i want to see what they think medium and hard is but anyway uh it's tagged as in a car i truly i mean you better not be moving i feel like they saw wolf of wall street and were like oh let's do that anyway sex positions for normal people sorry to anyone who's not normal i'm really concerned that's like an ableist thing but we're not going to go much farther there uh and then we have using a chair wife in control with a great view wink wink um so i'm gonna go in the in a car section because i think that's funny so this is what christians say that we are allowed to do once we're married in a car the backwards slide absolutely you know i absolutely refuse to describe that the bandolier oh that one's new that wasn't there before that picture is not describing what the words describe. Okay. Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> Sorry. Breakfast at Tiffany's is a cunnilingus one. <laughs> so weird. Why did they name them this way? The best view. Oh, hi. Mm-mm-mm. The San Francisco delight. Why is that from San Francisco? Okay. The gallery. Oh, my God. We have missionary, we have riding the south face, we have reverse grinding the corn. These names, these names are incredible. Can I just like, I have been looking at the pictures with the names and I still don't understand how the names line up like with the pictures. Like I'm not reading some of this to you because it's so crazy, but like, okay, we'll use reverse grinding the corn because fuck what that means. Reverse grinding the corn is a wife on top sex position. Okay, why is it called reverse? Like, I don't understand any of this. It's so weird. I don't get why you need an app to tell you how to, like, here's my thing. These girls, all you got to do, this is how we fix this whole problem. I'm not saying Cosmo's a good source, okay? But every teenage girl has gotten their little fingies on one and started reading you know what I mean? Like, at least I did that with my friends when I was in school. Just gotta leave one of those in, like, a youth group. These girls won't be needing the ultimate intimacy app after that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. The back, the, the Barca lounger. What's that even mean? Eve's ecstasy. That one involves cuddling as well. God, these names. 
Now, my all-time, besides the Games On, which is just such an exquisite and terrible name and so misogynistic, the other fellatio position, which is just like sucking cock in bed, is also called the usual, which I also find very misogynistic. This shit is so funny. And like, I like knowing, so a Christian couple made this app, like they sat there and they were like, okay, here's something we do. What are we going to call it? And like, by the way, like this one's called the April Fool's Paradise. I have, now I will say with the April Fool's Paradise, I pass this around at the Super Bowl party because none of us can figure out how this one works based on the picture. And also because they refuse to draw boobs on the woman one, they're using her hands to signify her boobs because they want you to play with boobs in this one. But basically, no, I actually still have no idea how this one works. I don't get, like, from a physics perspective, I don't think it can work. My next question is, who the literal fuck is, like, getting in the mood and turns to, like, their significant other and goes, like, we should go do an April Fool's Paradise right now? Like, we are saying these things. Like, no one, and, like, some people will use terms just to, like, like the really, really common ones, but like no one's coming up to you and being like, um, let me find a really good name that's like no one would ever use in their entire life. Like no one's coming, here's one, no one's coming up to you and saying, hey hon, let's do the Blazing Saddles, which is a name again for a cunnilingus wife on top position. It's basically face sitting. And it... (laughs) Like, no one's asking that. No one's going up and saying, let's do the double-decker wife-on-top sex move. Like, it's also, like, really sad that they, like, think non-Christians, like, we talk this way. Like, we do not. We're, honestly, we don't make names. The Stairmaster? Oh, I forgot about They have sex positions on stairs. They have a whole stairs section. I forgot about that. That's another thing. They want you to... Ugh. Ugh, this is great. I just, I can't believe this is like a a Christian, a Christian app. Like, that's so weird to me. Yeah, the Stairmaster. Oh, good. They have a whole section of sex to have while pregnant. You know what? That's enough. I'm done there. That was, that's all I needed to get the fuck out of that one. Okay. Um... So now I have the intimate extras because you've already nailed your positions if you're on intimate extras, apparently. And this is where it gets good. So we have the sexy bucket list where you and your partner can make a sexy bucket list, which I actually, again, like that's like a very innocuous thing. We have fantasy escapes, spicy invites. So these are, um, you can make your own like cards inviting your partner to have sex with you. I'm not going to break down that one. Sexy texts. It gives you ideas of things to say to your partner. I can't unlock that one. You have to unlock sexy texts. But the thought that there's Christians out there writing sexy texts, like, I don't know, some of this stuff, it's like, just use private mode on your phone and, like, look up some of sexy texts. I don't know. I just feel like some of this stuff, like, because of the shame and stigma, they, like, feel like they have to go through a Christian app to look up things that most people just look up on their own. Now, we're on the products section. The product section is where we found. So Ultimate Intimacy has their own sex toy brand. But they've also partnered with a group called Married Dance. And I think Married Dance has one of the most baller websites I have ever seen in my life. Like, I mean that wholeheartedly. This is the, I love the sex toy website. I'm just going to say it. I love what they think non-them sex toy websites do as someone who has been on other sex toy websites. 
I don't get it. But I'm going to read it. This is awesome. I have sent this to so many people this week because I, again, like if I thought the Christian marriage app wasn't enough, a Christian sex toy store like shot me into the stratosphere. Like I can't believe this. Like when I was a little girl in youth group, uh, you know, tip tapping away, uh, whatever I did, I've repressed so much of it. Anyway, um, but like a Christian sex toy store, what? Like that, that. I'm on a new level there. That is, wow. So I I don't even know. Like, you either get it or you don't with this one. Like, this is just so wild to me. So since 2011, which again, I couldn't believe the length of time that they've been making dildos for Jesus, but it's just something that's happening. So um, they're having a huge sale for Valentine's Day. If any of you want a God-honoring cock ring, 13% off. That's a shitty... Okay, whatever. Mary Dance Toy Store. We're a Christian sex toy store. Shop our tastefully curated sex toy store for couples with confidence that your entire shopping experience from browsing this sex shop to receiving your package is kept discreet and presented in a nudity-free, marriage-focused environment. Now, I like that they say it's a nudity-free packaging. As someone who, if this was a YouTube video, would go and honestly get their own sex toy boxes just to prove this because I am that pissy about this. I have never bought a sex toy where anything but a picture of the sex toy is on the box. And even then, sometimes it's not even that. Like, I have no idea where they are buying sex toys with like massive dongs on them or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, most people aren't like, oh, I can't wait to go buy a sex toy that says, hey, look, I bought a sex toy and then walk around with it. Like, it's, it's always discreet. The packaging's discreet. That's like a selling point for a lot of sex toy companies. Again, it's creating this false narrative that they're the good guys and everyone else is this like disgusting pervert, you know. Um, however, they are not. I can't believe this. You have to go in there. So about married dance. I'm not going to read. OK, so like the sex toys on here. I'm just being honest with you. The list is succinct. There's a lot of like sex furniture on here, which makes sense because they're going from like a married person angle. But the sex toys are just vibrators dildos and when i say dildo it's not the dildos with like the little clip bunny things like it's just a dildo which i think is crazy anyway and then they also have cock rings and they have fleshlights but they refuse to call them fleshlights because that's sinful so they call them strokers i actually might have to read the alternate names they give because the names they give they give the sex toys alternate names which are pretty baller but uh first we got to read what they're all about because i don't What's making my sex toys Christian? Why why is God blessing blessing these and not others? So uh, Mary Dance is a Christian sex toy store run by a husband and wife since 2011. We help Christian couples have better sex with our diverse selection of quality sex toys, sex furniture, and marital aids that are shown without nudity, described in a marriage-focused manner, and shipped discreetly. Sex toys are not always required to have incredible, fulfilling sex. However, for many couples, sex toys assist with better foreplay, more accessible orgasms, or spicing things up occasionally, all of which makes sex great. What sets us apart from other sex toy stores is we do not show nudity, our product descriptions are marriage-focused, and we give advice and usage tips that align with Christian values and enhance intimacy in your marriage bed. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Our view on sex toy usage. Now, this is where it gets interesting. This is where I talk about this is not sex positive, and this is where it's going to become painfully obvious. 
Vibrators have had a stigma associated with them among Christians for a long time because of their secular marketing, offensive packaging, and association with masturbation and porn. If you put all of that aside, a vibrator is neither good nor bad, sinful or holy. It is just an object that, if appropriately used, can be used to add intimacy to your marriage bed in a way that doesn't cheapen sex. Think about this. Almost all Christians accept personal lubricants as an acceptable addition to lovemaking. Oh my god. Can you imagine going to buy a lube and being like, which lube would God want for me? It's just so weird. Why? Oh god. But what is what what if that personal lubricant is used to masturbate while thinking about someone else? Is the lube or the act bad? The same thing can be said about vibrators and marital aids. Using them with your spouse during foreplay and intercourse to enhance lovemaking can be a great thing. Sex toys are neither good nor bad. It's what you do with them that matters. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Oh, they have an oh it like I Okay, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on why it's Christian. I just this, this is like the mental gymnastics to make their sex toys Christian, I think is really also what's getting me. Like they're finding a lot of loopholes. Just admit, you like playing games with a vibe, dude. Like, it's oh fucking Kate. Anyway, so sorry. We also do not carry products directly linked to the porn industry or including pornographic images. And let's just get into that. They have uh, marriage-centered support. Good, good God. Um, ugh. We've sold sex aids to people from Nor- North Pole, Arkansas. To Miami, Florida. Oh, North Pole, Alaska. Sorry, I rarely see the Alaska. Like, anyway, sorry. It's like Arkansas to Florida is not that crazy, but that makes sense. Um, a lot of sex experts and marriage bloggers are just really into their stuff. Um, why are we called married dance? Me and my wife like to call. Oh no. Okay, guys, just this is. <sighs> It's not like explicit. It's just so cringy. It physically hurts. And that's why I'm warning everyone. Did you mean married marriage dance? No. The phrase married dance was a fun term my spouse and I used when talking about having sex when our kids were around. Again, again, what, what the fuck? Like, Christians are obsessed with letting their kids know they had sex. Like, after a while, the kids picked up on it. Like, God, this is so weird. Just wait for your kids to leave and talk about sex later. I don't think Christian couples are very good at setting boundaries, though, to get their own time alone. But um, so, so sex has been referred to as doing the married dance. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm going to go. I'm going to read how they describe to use one of the sex toys. I'm specifically going to use the dildo because I think that's like the craziest one to say. Like you can use it. Like you can use it in married sex. But I just think it's funny because like it makes more sense for masturbation. It doesn't like or lesbians. Like they have strap-ons on this website, but you're not allowed to do anal. So like what is the strap-on for? Like I literally don't understand. Like that's what I'm saying. Like there's a vibrator pilot program. Our vibrator pilot beginner kits include everything you need to try. Can you, oh, that's the other sad thing is that these folks have to have like 
to do's on how to like use stuff. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm, I can't believe that I'm looking at this. That's all I can say. I just cannot believe this. Also, hear me out. They have a sex toys for men, but not for women. Like, so there's sex toys for men. And then it says dildos oral pleasure. Like, why does men get their own section? But then women, I don't know. I just have issues with that. I mean, I'm, like, I'm not surprised that it's misogynistic. I mean, the whole thing's misogynistic. It's just crazy. Ah. So let's see. We have, okay, this is how they're getting around it. God, I can't. I hate that I'm about to say this, but I cannot describe it any other way. And I cannot put a picture on Instagram of these things. Basically, I if you were to talk to them and say, how are you OK with using a dildo? But like you're not OK with masturbation. And they're going to say, because I'm looking at all of these, that absolutely none of these are like. There are dildos that are made to be realistic, and these are very far from that. And I already know that what they're going to say is this doesn't look like a real penis, so it's okay, which doesn't really make sense because you can... I just know that's what they're going to say, is they've purposely made these look as far away from a penis as they can. And that's going to be their argument. Like, I can hear it. I've been... Like, there's always a mental gymnastic to get what you want, and this is theirs. So... Let's just, here's the thing. Also, everything's silicone. Oh, no, there's, okay, most things are silicone. Not very, they're not trying anything interesting anyway. um. So how to use this? I'm not going to get too, obviously, it's going to be very graphic. Um. Wow. Oh, wow, I'm not going to read it because it actually tells you what it, I, you know what, I'm actually going to say I am uh, going to fall over shock. They're describing what a dildo does if you fell on earth today and saw one for the first time and didn't know, like, that. I'm, you know, that is, I'm scared, like, I'm scared that, like, this is being, like, I can't read it, but, like, if you have to break it down this elementary, like, there's a lot of other questions I have, like, It also tells you that you have, like, it teaches you how to wash it. Again, like, these aren't bad things to know, but, like, oh, my God. Like, to have these broken down like this is so sad. Not because, like, I I genuinely guaranteed the kind of people buying this stuff wouldn't know. But, like, it's so sad to me that, like, it gets to this point. Like, I mean, I actually, the cleaning it thing is just common sense. That's a little scary on a deeper level but the everything else like like if you needed to me some of the stuff is just very like oh this makes sense if you like know anatomy or like have any sex ed and I think it's really difficult because I did go to like public school I had sex ed like I'm, I'm very knowledgeable of that stuff I am I I am I my jaws dropped I don't even know what to say I'm speechless I cannot believe there is an ad for sex toys for married couples that genuinely has to break down how the sex toy inherently works like not like special features like literally this is a dildo 
here are the things that dildos do. Like, it's really that basic. And this is so, like, this is the most explicit episode I've ever done, obviously. But, like, this is the reality. Like, these are, this is... This is our purity culture. This is what it turns into. It doesn't turn in to awesome sex with your husband because you have no one else to compare it to. Like we talked about the dating one. It does not lead to uh, fulfilling and emotionally intimate relationships because you focused on that instead of sex. It leads to awkward and stilted relationships that were not able to be fully liberated because of all these rules and regulations. And it leads to not knowing what a dildo does. It's crazy. Like, it's just so sad and, like, so dangerous. Like, especially when you think about, like, all the um, sexual assault and so forth that happens in religious circles and how insular they are. If, if kids don't know what these things are, they don't even know how to, like, like, what? Well, I don't want to get too into it, but, like, you wouldn't know how to, like, verbalize something that may have happened to you as an adult or a child. Um, Wow. So that's that. I I might have to do more. I'm going to go back to my sex course, obviously. You may get two episodes again this week because I'm really like, this has been fun. And I know there's more. Like, I also have been looking in to see, like, if there's like a kinky Christian. I know this is like very like sexual. Like, if we're going to go full blown and have Christian sex toys, like are Christian kinksters like next? Like, where is this going? What's the like, I need to know. And then I also am curious, like, so to bring it back to Bethany Beale, who won't stop yapping, she has pissed off people that like she was regularly in line with. Now, she's still with people like Paul and Morgan because Paul and Morgan were big, like, sex people too and i do want to make this very clear i'm actually glad that some of these people are at least saying like in marriage women should be allowed to orgasm that's genuinely like a galaxy brain take in evangelical circles um i know that like it seems like kind of obvious i mean there's a a societal aspect where women's pleasure is not focused on anyway but in christian circles it's like a double whammy because there's like a sinfulness to women's pleasure you know um so i think that's just i don't know that's that i um have been just yapping forever and ever yeah uh so thank you guys for listening um if you made it this far god bless you i you know i'm so glad now that you know how to you know gobble cock for god you know it's just it, it's so it's great you know i i never knew there'd be stuff about that so um yeah if I don't even know how to end it. It's so crazy. But if you like this episode, um, you know, follow me, subscribe. I'm on Instagram as Cringe Evangelical Pod. I post there. I used to post there more regularly. I got to get back on that. I'm on Tumblr as Lainey is a silly goose. Um, and you can see some stuff there. I'm really just uh, shit posting on fandoms right now. But I sometimes will post stuff about the show. Um. And as always, if you want to share some stories, which I actually have some backlog that people have sent, but this show was too good, um, please send them in or you can be on the show. Uh, just send me a DM on Instagram or email me. That should be on my uh, dis- should be in my description always. If not, apologies. But um, feel free to email me as well. My email is amparis95 at gmail.com. And that's where you can send emails if you're interested in collaborating with the show or sending a story or topic. Uh, Thanks, guys. And have a very God-honoring Valentine's Day. Goodbye. Goodbye.